Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. Today's episode, we have John the Zookeeper on to help Joel wrangle NFL Week 11 picks and another wild Wednesday with comedian Eli Sayers. And now, from the Bet Bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Walkowski. We have a gift from my father. He's, oh. a, he's a devoted listener. That's great. And... Um, I'll read the inscription. It says, To protect you, Gabby, and the walk-on game from evil, I am firmly committed to the old ways. Love, Dad. And uh, I'm not giving this to Gabby, <laughs> my fiance, because it's not her sort of thing. Well, what and is this? What of is course, this? He's r- unwrapping a napkin. We each have our, our alligator feet. Alligator uh, yeah. feet. Yeah, Joel just pulled out got, a alligator, alligator feet, feet out of for a. You. Oh, oh God! We got alligator feet for you. I just got thrown an alligator feet. Where, where the Bayou Oprah? Everybody come on the walk on. They get gator feet. I don't know where my gator feet are. Where's my gator feet? You get a gator foot. You get a gator foot. Yeah, I, I legit lost the gator. I don't know where the you lost are. the gator. Wow, you really. We are doing some Will Muschamp talk, so that's very fitting that we're losing the gators. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. I can't wait. Sam, and we're not supposed to suck on these, right? Um, the, you're not supposed to not suck on these. All right. So, all right, just good. To whatever. Know. It was just a thought. Like, hey, do you do you do you, come, you suck on feet? You know, some people like that. Like Rex Ryan. Rex, Rex Ryan, Ryan likes sucking on feet. Yeah, I don't understand how people. Get into sucking on feet. I, I, my fiance is beautiful. She's a, a knockout bombshell. And I looked at her feet this morning, and uh, I, I don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't apply to you. I got my. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sam. I got my alligator. You, you, yeah, you don't get it. I don't get it. I, I I like to rub Nicole's feet. You know, it's very nice. She likes it. You know, and you know, everyone everyone wins this way. But you know? do you get pleasure out of the feet? Oh, uh, no. No, there's nothing there. For yeah, me. No, the feet, I don't get it. Yeah. Only corns I want are in the harvest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do love cornflakes, so yes. I Hold on. I, we got a visual gag here. Oh, God. Damn, I'm really fuck screwing up the show this week. No, no, you're fine. You're doing great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they matched my shirt, so it's really good here. <laughs> Joel Gator hands. I love him. Look, I'm I'm loopy as hell today. <laughs> I could not sleep last night. I was so excited about the NBA draft. Right, right. You're like a school kid putting on your yeah. first uh, Nikes for the first time. Yeah, and like I woke up. I checked the clock. It was five thirty in the morning. Usually, yeah. I'll wake up. I can get back to sleep. I I'll grab a couple pieces of mango. I'll yep. go back to bed. You love your mango. I love, you love your mango. mango. <laughs> I'm the mango boy. Call I'm the me mango cr- boy. Yeah, I'm Mr. Mango, and I couldn't get back, so I I went I went to the weight room listening yeah. to all my NBA pods. I went in the sauna listening to all my NBA pods, and then I had to study. I had to prep for this show, but all I want to do is watch this draft. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was gonna be in love. I'm in love. Yeah. I want Killian Hayes. Whoa, you're smitten with that Killian man, huh? I, I'm smitten. I need him in the mitten. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's the deal. We've got Seku Dumbaye. It's Michigan shaped like a hand. We call it the mitten. Oh, boy. Here's my mitten, my alligator. Yeah, we... The best part about these gator feet is that Eli is going to come on the show, and he's such a southern weirdo, he won't even be... 
disturbed by the like, hey, man. Oh, you finally got your gator feet. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. <laughs> I, I, he'll say, oh, I see you got my rider. <laughs> <laughs> Five gator feet, please. And a Coca-Cola. Yeah, but it is pretty wild, yeah. and I couldn't sleep. I need Killian. We've got Seku. I want to have two 19-year-old yeah. Frenchmen put them together. We'll have the French national team. We'll become the Detroit Pistons. Uh-huh. We're going to make some thunder sticks. We're going to shape them like baguettes. Okay. It's going to be incredible. Ooh, I love baguettes. So, yeah, I'm in. Get these French boys to Detroit. Yeah, I'm analyzing this young French teenager's ambitions. Ooh, I don't like how you say that. Skills. <laughs> it got a little scary. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, maybe maybe uh, put, put the pedal... Put, Press, uh, press stop on your on your oh. on what you're looking up with this boy. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I feel like Jean Luc Godard over here, and I tie that back to the NBA draft because we all know 400 blows is how Len Bias selected getting picked. Mm. <laughs> oh boy! Hey. But yeah, I love the draft. The, yeah, it's gonna be good. I have you ever been to a draft? No, I've always wanted to go. I went. That was my first experience as a sports fan. I what went to year? the 1994 NBA draft in Detroit, Michigan. Oh. Okay. I met David Stern. George Murison was watching in the stands. Yeah. And he was sitting nearby. It was friggin' awesome. I mean, look at, I'm looking at this 94 draft. Oh, Glenn Robinson went first. Jason Kidd, Grant Hill. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's the 94, 95 draft. I went 93, 94. 93? Yeah, okay, it was the okay. Weber draft. Ooh. It was Weber, Sean Bradley, Penny Hardaway. Okay. Who is oh, Mo, uh, Jamal Mashburn, Jamal. Isaiah Ryder, Bobby Hurley. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah, it was a great draft. It was a great time. And then a few years ago, I, it said Barclays a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I went to Barclays and I had to leave early because I had a show at Caroline's. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, I dropped that name. You know? <laughs> I know a very special lady. So we have a very crazy wild Wednesday. Let's get through the quick NBA moves. Um, I love everything Milwaukee did. Giannis yep. is going to resign. I think the Bogdanovich move is maybe better than the Drew move. I'm in the minority yes. with that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he's he's solid and he's fine. They find they were looking for someone to create a shot and like Middleton. He was just he's not he doesn't want to all the time. It's not it's not consistent. So now you got a guy that can get to the hoop. He can shoot. You're in great shape. Yeah, Middleton, he can do it, but he just he plays for himself. Bogdanovich, yeah. those European players, like I watch him draw in the defense, create these passing lanes, mm-hmm. and have a really good show about it. Yeah. And yeah, it's friggin' awesome that he's there. Al Horford's in Oklahoma City along with uh, 45 first-round picks. And Al is going to feel uh, very old. He's not going to fit in. So that's going to be – watch out for a quick little buyout for Al Horford. Quick, But doesn't he have two years left, or is it just one? I think it's – he might have two years left. I mean, am I crazy to think that they might be okay? You're crazy. Yeah. What? You you're at the, you have Shea. You've got Steven Adams. You've got Horford. And, like, you just have Shea. He, he's got two protectors to build him up. He was very hesitant last off se- last postseason. Yeah. Maybe that's what he needs. Yeah, and Steve Adams wasn't healthy, so you kind of get two barbarians down there. You get, you know, you got the guy. Who's the water guy? You got Aquaman. You got Aquaman, Steve Adams, and then you got Al Horford. His superhero <laughs> is how beautiful his eyebrows are. Eyebrow man. That's great. Yeah. Al Horford, prettiest eyes in the NBA. Take that to the bank. 
<laughs> That's what they traded him for. Yeah, they're like, hey, I, we need someone to show us how to use tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Danilo Gallinari going to Atlanta. Perfect. Love it. That you is a Lego piece that just fits for Atlanta. Enjoy that seven seed, boys. That's all you're getting. And that's okay. And that's fine. And the, they'll ascend that way. That's good. Yeah. And it's um, any other big moves. There's so much going on. Uh, uh, I think that was pretty much... Yeah, I think I don't know if there's anything else going on. Yeah, I mean that that's about it. I think it's about to hit the fan. And if you guys are listening on Thursday, we're recording like an hour before the draft happens. And we're so excited. So, and like we're geeked out. We wanna be talking about it. I think <laughs> any basketball fan who like the real fans, we like the draft more than any game. Oh yeah, who cares about the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to see some guys get jobs and hug their dads. Yeah, that's all I want. I want to see little pets. I want to see who what their pets have. You know, a lot of that. There's a betting line on who they hug first. <laughs> oh, Jamoke, thoughts on a Wall Westbrook possible trade? Um, I don't get it. I think I need to. Wall's coming back from so many serious injuries. I'm gonna need to see that before I switch him for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why Houston does that. And I think Washington, like, if you play through Beal, statistically, like, his splits are kind of Steph Curry's. He's the most underrated player in the league. He's Ray Allen 2.0. And they said that Beal is not available for trade. So uh, if, I believe if it's not available. <laughs> available. <laughs> If he's not available, Beal, and Jaw Wall's coming back, I think they want to come. I mean, they're they. I feel like Washington's one piece away, one piece away to be a legitimate. You know, I mean, you don't have to be great in the East. You know, so but you do now. The you East do. has an arms that Milwaukee. The final five is great. What? Well, so you what? Milwaukee, Boston, Celtic, uh, Toronto. You still think they can? Um, their player development's good, so they'll be okay. Right. Um, the Sixers, I imagine that Doc Rivers will be able to get Embiid in shape. Hopefully. And I imagine the thing with the Horford trade, they probably have cap room to bring someone. Mm -hmm. So is that a Fred VanVleet destination? Ooh, that would be good. They need shooting out, out of there, so that could be a good spot. Anything that... It sounds like Eli's falling down the stairs. <laughs> um, anything... It's the wildest of Wednesdays. <laughs> But, you know, it's going to be a crazy day. Our yeah. NBA coverage will not be up to snuff. Jamoke, what did you think? Do you agree with me or no? He's, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't responded yet. He, if I did anything anti-Washington, you know he's fuming. <laughs> he's got red smoke coming out of his ears there. But, hey, I'll, I'll be watching the, the draft here tonight, Jamoke. So hop on FaceTime with Brian and I. We'll, we'll, we'll trade some barbs. Yeah, we'll trade some barbs. And uh, before we get into it, Bet MGM Sportsbook. They are live for legal betting in Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, West Virginia, Tennessee, and coming soon to Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Michigan. I'm going to get my mom gambling. She's going to get herself a new pair of shoes. She needs them. I don't know why that was funny, but it was. It's on the delivery, right, UPS? Um, BetMGM Sportsbook is the outstanding online betting experience you'd expect from the MGM Resorts brand. They have a beautiful site and mobile app, the best live dealer casino action, great odds on every sport, and a ton of weekly promos like the Money Monday Club that pays every BetMGA, BetMGM player a free $10 bet every Monday. Plus, for a limited time, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for our listeners 
All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM and use code WALKON20 to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $500. That's right, just enter code WALKON20 and up to a $500 bonus bankroll is yours at BetMGM. Must be 21 or older to bet online. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Now we've talked about how this is the wildest of Wednesdays. And every every Wednesday I make my picks. Every Friday I put out my picks videos as the professional gambler. But he's taking the week off this week. We wanted to do something different. We wanted to take a scientific like perspective on how these NFL matchups are actually going to break down. So I actually brought in a professional zoologist. He specializes in large hoof stock, and his hobby is to really study birds, ornithology, etc. Please welcome zookeeper John Scaramucci. Hey, John. Hello, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Johnny. I'm doing excellent. Thanks for coming on the walk on. I appreciate you doing that. I, I thought you had a helmet you were going to wear today. Oh, you know, well, you said it was it's on the props network. So I I got some props together. Oh, yeah. Got the safari hat. <laughs> got the rhino here. Oh, wow. You got it all. That That's a pith helmet. I think I gave you that. Great I, mug. I got you that pith helmet. I bought it from a really nice guy with a lisp. I hope you're enjoying it. Yeah, I believe it was uh, a present for my future as a zookeeper because you thought that's what zookeepers wore. And, you know, <laughs> I, I understand. I, I I don't know why you aren't wearing it. I mean, I can put it on. Let's do, let's do it for a little while, see how it goes. <laughs> let's see how it goes. Uh, yeah, you look great. And, yeah. okay, so it's NFL Week 11. We've got a good slate. And, you know what, I can't figure out where to put my money. So I figured yeah. I would talk to my personal National Geographic, which is you, and mm -hmm. figure out which way to go. Yeah, I mean, it is Wild Wednesday. So let's go to Wildlife Wednesday for this NFL week. Okay, so let's get started with the Thursday night game. We've got a rematch. The NFC West crown is kind of at stake in this one. Apologies to the Rams because I think they're losing to the Buccaneers. We have the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Seattle Seahawks, and the, the Seahawks, they're favored by three points. They are, which they didn't give us the half. They didn't give us the three and a half that you like so much. I love the three and a half. We didn't get it. But in this instance, um, yeah, well, I, you know what? I, I don't know because I'm going to go with your advice on these mascot matchups. So break that down with for me, starting with Arizona. All right, so we're going to break down some stuff. Uh, it's kind of like a mental exercise. Let's see if we can get the juices flowing. So we'll do some animal stuff, and maybe something will click for the betters out there. So we'll start with the Cardinals. Big Red is their mascot. Ooh, that was a nickname I gave my mom in high school. She did not like it. No. She didn't. <laughs> she did not. Uh, so it's a northern cardinal. That's the kind of bird. Okay, so know. northern cardinal. Is that like maybe six, eight feet? How big are these cardinals? Yeah, so we'll break it down. We'll give you some some metrics to look at. So body length, so how, how tall they are with their standing, about eight or nine inches. Okay. Uh, wingspan, nine to 12 inches, and weight about two ounces. It's a mid-sized songbird, so exactly like Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> if if this cardinal throws a Hail Mary, they will also have to turn around and see the result on a scoreboard. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... 
They're Kyler Murray sized. Is there anything in their attitude that you might like in this matchup? Absolutely. So even though they're pretty small, they're incredibly fierce. Um, the food that the Cardinals eat is primarily seeds, um, which are a pretty hard food item to eat. So their beaks are incredibly strong. So their cool. bite force, they can uh, give about 12 to 13 pounds of bite force in a very small area. So you wow. can imagine putting a you know 12 pound weight on your hand on top of a golf tee, that wouldn't feel too hot. So it'd be pretty powerful. So if this was about the same size as like a big predator, yeah, um, they would have a bite force that's even bigger than a T-Rex. Whoa. Whoa. That is fun. This <laughs> yeah, is we're fun. impressed here. <laughs> it's intense. And uh, okay, so they like seeds. And by visiting Seattle, they're trying to plant the seeds for a home playoff game. And <laughs> is there anything with like them being territorial. I know they protect their house. What do they They do do. with their rivals? They do. And so one of the ways that Cardinals uh, kind of display that they own a certain territory is actually through their song. So even though it's pretty to us to hear, uh, to another Cardinal, that's basically like them trash talking each other nonstop. So this is our house. And I think a player that pretty well uh, exemplifies that is Patrick Peterson. I feel like He's mm-hmm. kind of the Cardinal on defense. True. And I think he and DK Metcalf uh, have some history as well. He's locked him up the last few times that they've met. Yeah, wow. that that's good. That's good zoologic analysis. And, you know, uh, you deal with, you know, rhinos at your day job. So you're locking up beasts the size of DK Metcalf every day. And maybe Patrick Peterson can do that tomorrow night. Yeah. And yeah, okay. So on the other side, a seahawk is not a real animal, right? Correct. It is absolutely not a real animal, but what it generally uh, describes is an osprey. So an osprey is a large raptor. Um, what a raptor? To a lot of different areas. Okay. What was cool. that right? No, no, that was cool. I never thought it was a, a raptor. I thought it was like a bird of some sort. Yeah, a bird of prey. They're called Whoa. raptors. Cool. cool. Like, like, that, like that roller. You're an Ohio guy. Like yeah. the, the roller coaster at Cedar Point. That's the raptor because you emulate the trick of a bird of prey. That is cool. It is a scary yeah. ride. And they got I've the claws and everything on that ride, too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I've thrown up a couple times on that. I'm sc- I'm scared of any ride. I hate roller coasters, hate scary movies. I had to pause Invisible Man and finish it in the daytime. It's, it's, it's tough out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think right that's, I, I don't think you wanted me to talk about Elizabeth Moss here. No, so we'll right. move on. So how big are these ospreys? So the ospreys are a lot larger, obviously, than a cardinal. Yeah. Um, uh, body length about 20 to 26 inches wingspan over 50 to 71 Whoa. inches that is that is a house that's i think that's a, i got i got osprey osprey is almost as long do. as my wingspan <laughs> yeah right oh. an incredible wingspan every uh, but oddly enough they actually don't weigh that much no uh, they only come in at about two to five pounds how can you have how beat that beat how bad how can you have that wingspan i'm, I'm just baffled who who weighs more per inch, an osprey or bull bull? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm gonna go with bull bull on that one, but it's just pretty close, hand. pretty close there, yeah. And so I'm I'm guessing these these ospreys they eat up smaller birds. The cardinals are gonna be toast. So unfortunately, that is not the case, Joel. These animals are very specialized hunters. Brian, are you ready for a word of the day here? Love it. Piscivore. Piscivore. 
Okay. Yeah, these are animals that specialize in just eating fish, and that is what an osprey does. Whoa. How are their talons? Do they got talons on those? They do. So like all their birds of prey or raptors, they have huge talons on their claws. Uh, one of the cool things with an osprey that is different than a lot of other birds is yeah. that they actually have a reversible toe. No way. They what? do. They're so a instead of going three and one, they can actually go two and two with that claw to hold on to the fish a little bit easier. So they're a pescatarian. They like to show off that they're double jointed. I feel like I'm back at another douchebag hipster party. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so John, if, Let's say if Khalil Mack tried to tackle an osprey, is that possible? Can he, you think he could tackle? I mean, if he was on the ground, sure, but that's not where ospreys like to hang out. They they're really good at soaring, yeah. and then when they do see a fish, they can actually hit speeds of about forty miles per hour when they actually hit the water to actually catch those fish. Whoa! So it's a pretty violent impact that they're used to. So Khalil Mack would probably just be easy for them. <laughs> Yeah, and that kind of goes with the Seattle Seahawks because Russell Wilson was soaring. Everyone was talking about him MVP, and yeah. then he fell down to earth about 40 miles an hour against the Rams <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> he saw Indeed. a fish in the water and those, I'm taking a dive. And it, yeah, it didn't work out for him. Yeah. So cool. So do these Ospreys, do they know it's Thursday? Do they be, do their best hunting on Thursdays? I mean, they need to hunt pretty much day after day after day. So for they them, are. you know... Like Russ, he's got to just let Russ cook. These these Osprey have to just go fishing. <laughs> yeah, and like just like in the NFC West, the best division in football, you got to hunt day after day after day, or else you ain't eating. You ain't not eating. at right. that postseason table. No, <laughs> and it's really important for these uh, these teams to to really lock this win up because, like you said, this this division is is up for grabs. Ooh, and it's getting yeah, cold but too. I think you can grab it with a talon. Yeah. So, given this breakdown, I'm mm -hmm. probably going to take the Seahawks minus three. What do you think? What What do I think? Yeah. Uh, I think the I think I would. I think it's debatable, but I think I would actually go the other way. I think I'm going to go Arizona. Mm, he's feeling that you're picking he's... a Cardinal over an Osprey. That's great. You got. I got to play this back and record it for you. Play it for you. No, he's feeling. He's feeling that magic that they had last last yeah. week. That's what he's I going do. for. I think the Arizona Cardinals have a good rushing attack. Um, Kyler Murray makes up a big percentage of that, but um, they're one of the best rushing teams in football. And Seattle doesn't seem to be able to do pretty much anything on defense these days and just to take it away from zoology for a second i'm sorry but i've watched the every snap of the last two cardinals games and i've noticed that they get a lot of calls from the zebras is there like a alliance in the in the animal community between the cardinals and the zebras yeah i mean there's probably uh <laughs> you know a relationship there <laughs> this segment is so stupid <laughs> I love it. I mean, they're not native to the same area. Right. So, so they don't help each other out. You know, they're not like eating on the zebra's back. Because, you, you know, you do have little insects that do that. You know, they help each other in the ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. So we're disagreeing there. Uh, you're taking the Cardinals. Yeah. I'll t begrudgingly take the Cardinals, even though I don't agree with it. I like the minus three with Seattle. But the zookeeper has authority Go today. with the zookeeper. All right. Our next matchup, we have <laughs> the Lions <laughs> are going to be the worst team to ever have a 6-5 and five record, potentially. 
They're playing the Panthers this week. No Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater is a little banged up. And given his horrible history of knee injuries. Don't play. (laughs) Alex Smith looks at his lower body and goes, ooh, that's messed up. (laughs) And we have the Lions at the Panthers. Panthers are favored by a point and a half. What do we need to know about these Lions? So Lions, the, their man. Oh, sorry, we didn't even talk about the Seahawks' actual mascot. That's Blitz, by the way. Oh, uh, so the Lions. So they're going to need the Blitz. They're going to be Blitz to beat. Yeah, that. they should, but yeah. they're not. They can't. They can't. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Lions, Rory, great name, hometown, hometown fella here, Rory, um, African Lion. Okay. We'll do some some metrics on him. Uh, body length six to seven feet long. That's not including the tail. Shoulder height about three to four feet high, weighing in about four to five hundred pounds. Ooh. And I, I think the last Detroit Lion to actually weigh that much was Gosder Cherilis. So there are some correlations All here. Right. <laughs> so what else do we need to mo- know about these lions? In the wild, are the lions? Do they have like uh, an awful short obese man telling them where to go and what to do and to turn off their music and being like kind of racist? I mean, essentially, that's kind of what lions do. So uh, <laughs> the wild, when m- different males come in, so ordinarily, the hi- idea of like one male with a bunch of females, that's the pride of lions. That's actually not really the case most of the time. So usually there's two or three males that are kind of the pride males, and that's called a coalition. And it's just a pretty good, um, you know, idea for a football team as well you want to have a lot of different leaders not just one Uh, unfortunately matt patricia also did something uh that is very lion-like which is when he came in he pretty much killed everything and just started over from scratch uh brian are you ready for the next word of the day what do you got infanticide infanticide is that is that is that like an antacid you take after eating a baby yes infanticide (laughs) No, when new pride <laughs> males come in, yeah. they kill all the babies that were there before. And that is oh. what Matt Patricia did. We That's had exactly we, what Patricia did. They were a nine and seven team on the on the under Caldwell. This new guy came in, he killed all the babies. You guys aren't doing this right, Darius Slay. You're a Whoa. bum. So wow, there are some re- this is scary. Get out of here, Diggs. Yeah, uh, he killed all the babies. He's wow. a real lion. Yeah. This is all real. Babies. And another thing that Patricia has is that beard. Uh, darker maned males tend to have a more fit status. Ooh, wow. you, you don't understand why he has that status. So it is the zoologic correlation once again rearing its dark ringed head. Yeah, and yeah. and on the zoology picks, we got it in the, in the chat here. You got to bet on the animal that wins in a fight. Otherwise, yes. these aren't real uh, zoology picks. Well, we know a cardinal beats an osprey, and so these lions... You know, according to this, are they? They're pretty fast. They're, they they they, are. they can cover a lot of ground, and that mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be the case with this defense. No, but see, it's also for short spurts, so mm. not an entire season. Oh, Maybe so like one or so it's just like the first three quarters, and these lions they've been playing man to man the entire time, so they tire out in their short spurts, and then I bet these lions give up a lot of fourth quarter leads too. They do. Yeah, Joel. No, this is this is per- this is Matt Patricia. This is the lions. This is so weird. <laughs> yeah, Matt Patricia is a lion. Yeah, and he's gonna be a lion leader for five more years. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, geez, kill me. And yeah. what else do we need to know about these lions? Is there anything? What's the tail of the tail? Yeah. So the tail. 
They have an interesting thing. So lions have a big poofy black uh, set of fur at the very t- tip of their tail. Mm-hmm. But underneath that fur, they actually have what is s- somewhat referred to as a claw. It's not actually a claw, but there's a, a piece of keratin, yeah. uh, which is what your fingernails are made out of. And it's usually like a spiky little thing. It's completely pointless, um, pretty oh. much like the lion's play calling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. And what do we need to know about the Panthers? I see their name, their their mascot's name is Sir Purr. Very Sir cute. Sir yeah. indeed. So he was knighted at some point. <laughs> um, he met the queen. Yeah, he did. <laughs> this panther is something in common with Paul McCartney. Yeah, that's good. That's good company. Yeah, so uh, the interesting thing, there is not an animal also called a black panther that doesn't describe one specific thing. Right, okay. Really? Um, yeah, it usually refers to jaguars or leopards, but since jaguars are another team in the NFL, we can't go with jaguar for here. So we're going to go with uh, a leopard. And and why what the 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 great militants of the 60s and 70s, no one wanted to correct them. I guess they let the FBI go ahead and do that. <laughs> those are the those are the jokes you make when Sam's not in the room. <laughs> okay, so what's the size of these black panthers? these are going to be smaller than lions um their body length is about five to six feet um their shoulder height two to two and a half feet and their weight is only about 80 pounds to 120 pounds so a lot slighter uh, than those lions however um they also have a different lifestyle so whereas the lions have that pride um which is pretty much the only thing the lions have left to play for yeah um the (laughs) panthers are a solitary animal. So that leopard is a solitary hunter and they can drag prey up into the tops of trees Whoa. that can weigh just as much or more than they do. Whoa. And that's kind of like Matt Rule, actually, because he does things differently. Mm-hmm. They run have a metrical emphasis in that franchise that's unlike any other NFL team. So I see the connection here as well. And they've had some good upsets earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So they're solitary hunters, so... We have Rory, we have Sir Purr, and who do we like in this one? So I actually was thinking I'm liking the Lions. Oh, yeah, I'm with that. I think I think the injury bug has gotten to the Panthers a little bit more than, than they can actually handle. Yes. I assume Teddy Bridgewater's probably hurting more than he's letting on. Even if he starts, I don't know if he finishes the game. Uh, in which case, do you guys even know who their backup quarterbacks are? PJ. PJ Walker? <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> Walker, who played for Rule in Temple. Oh. Yeah, they've got so they've got six guys from Temple. It, they've got more people from Temple than uh, my bar mitzvah. Well, <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that's that that's a good pick. I think that's that's gonna be this is when you're Joel, right? You're saying this might be the worst six and five team because this is an easy game for them. It should be, but there's no easy game for the Lions. We saw that against Washington last week, and yeah. I think we kind of see that with their behaviors. The Lions don't know how to act, which has been true to the Lions since they were purchased on the day of the Kennedy assassination by the Ford family. But that's a story for our historian segment next week. <laughs> <laughs> and how about our, okay? So we're on Cardinals. We're on Lions. In our last game, we're going to match up. We have my favorite team to watch, our Wild Wednesday Super Bowl lock team, the (laughs) Miami Dolphins. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites at Denver versus the Broncos. 
What do we need to know about these dolphins? I so love dolphins. dolphins. Their love mascot is <laughs> Can I just, I asked you, what do we need to know about these dolphins? And Brian's just like, yeah, I love dolphins. <laughs> What's the one fact we need to know, Brian? They're, they're great. I love dolphins. And they have a game on Sega Genesis. So come on. Echo. T- there Echo. The, Echo. Echo the dolphin. Did Have you yeah. ever seen The Graduate? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Mike Nichols, he could have done anything after that movie was made. His follow-up was um, a movie called The Day of the Dolphin about a dolphin that learned how to talk and was just really annoying. That's bad. <laughs> what a bad movie. Yeah, it, it's a great film. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, we, sorry, John. We really wasted Why? No. I mean, I think it's a pretty good segue, so we'll talk about their echolocation. Ooh! Word of the day, echolocation. Love it. Um, and so the way that it works is that they emit sound. Um, and then the thing that they actually have on the front of their head, it's kind of looks like that cute forehead that they've got. It's yeah. actually called a melon. Mm. Yeah, and so that helps to amplify that sound. That's to cool. how they receive it as well. And when you were and studying it, zoology and you were learning about dolphins and their huge foreheads, did you make a, excuse me, professor, does that make them the Peyton Manning of the animal kingdom joke? I wish I would have. I, I didn't, but I wish I would have. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so are they good with different locations? Because we all know teams have trouble in Denver. How would this echolocation come into effect at Mile High Stadium? I think it comes down to Tua. So he's off to a great start, five touchdowns, no interception. He's really seeing the field well, so he's probably using some extra sense. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? To find <laughs> out where those defenders are. No, honestly, it makes sense because Tua, it's like I've never seen a rookie quarterback have such great pocket awareness. The way he makes room there yeah. is it's got to be echolocation. Yeah, it's all yeah. over the field, I think too. It's, it's also great. Brian Flores coming up with uh, good positions to put him in. Uh, Chan Gailey is doing a great job with the OC work over there. And, um, you know, I think Tua is taking off exactly where he left it in college. So he's a touchdown machine with very few turnovers. And he's proven that he can do that in the NFL. And and I'm reading your notes. It says baby dolphins are born fluke first. What do yeah. the Bears 5-1 and one start have to do with the dolphins' birth? <laughs> <laughs> So that fluke first is actually tail first. Tail first, uh, okay. It prevents them from drowning. What? Um, and it kind of speaks to where the, the Dolphins are sitting at their schedule. They really need to win the next three games, which are against the Broncos, Jets, and Bengals. Very winnable games because their next four after that are Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. Ooh. That's not going to be an easy way to finish off their schedule. So they really need to get these wins in now. Cool. That's fair. Yeah. And how about on the other side of the field? On the other side of the field are the Broncos, which um, technically have two horse mascots. That's too many. Um, yeah, that's too many. I pick one. <laughs> yeah, more horses than a Tom Waits album. <laughs> so one of them is Thunder. That's a real horse. That's the one that runs around on the field. Do That's they... an Arabian. That's what breed of horse he is. And is, is, um, is this real horse that runs on the field? Is he happy performing for no fans, or does he miss? Does he miss the crowd? Does he miss the cheer? I, I'm assuming he probably misses that crowd roar. Oh wow! So these... they can feed on the energy too. I mean, That's he's out cool. there performing, but I didn't know they did. That's sweet. Yeah, but the other one is Miles. Miles is just the mascot but we're going to assume that he's an american quarter horse okay 
Okay. Uh, how are American quarter horses? Where are they're we? excellent. They're they're about sixteen hands high. Brian, do you know how many inches are in a hand? I, I don't. Four. In Four. Fact. Wow. So it's about sixty-four inches at the shoulder. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote that down. All hands are actually what Drew Locke's receivers need because his completion percentage is about fifty-five percent right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And do these do these do these horses in the wild? Do they have a propensity to do the Drew Locke dance? Uh, I don't think so, but um, quarter horses, uh, which is the American quarter horse, uh, are really, really good uh, at that kind of quick, uh, short burst of movement. So they got the name of a quarter horse because they were so fast over a quarter mile long race. Ah, that makes sense. And we saw them get out to a great start. And these horses, are they injury prone? Do they damage easily because that's kind of been the story with denver for me they've just gone down easily like if this broncos team were actually broncos you know mile high stadium would just be filled with elmers right now <laughs> yes um <laughs> they certainly would um i would say another interesting thing here with the the broncos and the american quarter horse and the stable of running backs that they were supposed to have is just a case of just complete and utter underproduction. Obviously they've had some injury things with Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, but I, going into the season, I was expecting this running back crew to really help drew lock out and they've just come up flat. Yeah. But that's also drew lock's been hurt. Melvin Gordon's been hurt. Philip Lindsay has been hurt. These horses are inconsistent. They're not able to get off to a healthy trot. Ooh, indeed. Well done. So, okay, so we have these dolphins. We know they're shrewd. We know they're smart. We know the Broncos. It sounds like they're very good at the things they do, but are kind of limited. Dolphins versus Broncos. Who do we like in this matchup? I think we have to go Dolphins all the way. Dolphins all the way. With that. Okay, I'm, I'm with it. So this week we'll be backing the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. We, you know, sorry, Blitz. We'll be, blacking, we'll be backing the Lions. Sorry, Sir Purr. And then we'll be backing the Miami Dolphins. Apologies to both Miles and Thunder. These are our zoologic picks of the week. John, thanks for coming on to guide us through our wagers and all of our bets for the week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your rhino. And I I hope, and John, I hope you're not a a hiscavore. Oh, I'm not. Okay. What's I'm hit? an omnivore. I'll take any <laughs> anything around. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what what am I if I just eat shit on these bets this weekend? Uh, a Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Scaramucci, thanks for coming on. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks, John. Adios. All right. That was a really fun segment. Then you can only find stuff like this. At the Props Network, thepropsnetwork.com. It's not just the home for our football wagers slash animal bets. It's the place where bets begin. No, the Props Network isn't a sports book. It's where smart bettors and new players go before the sports book. Why? Because the Props Network has a few things that all bettors need. Exclusive sign-up bonuses, reporting on weekly promos, free betting picks, and live odds comparison for every football game. A visit to thepropsnetwork.com before placing a bet guarantees that you'll be wagering with the best available bonus and getting the biggest possible payout when your bets hit. This week at the Props Network, you'll get $30 free bets 
No deposit required from Unibet Sportsbook. Four risk-free bets up to $1,000 at PointsBet with code BONUSPROPS and up to a $1,000 signing bonus from DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get all these deals and more at thepropsnetwork.com. Must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Well, this has been the wildest of wild Wednesdays, and there's only one way we can truly do it justice. Here, as always, gracing us with his presence, the great one, the wonderful guy, the rose ghost himself. Say hello to Eli Says. What's up, Eli? How are you? Out there. So cold out there, but now I'm all, all cozy with my Props Network family. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got what? some gator teeth? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're gator hands. Yeah, they're all just hands. Yeah. Uh, I've seen them look more like hands. Yeah, they're, uh, they're from my dad. He said uh, we needed them to ward off evil spirits. <laughs> well, this is, your dad. this is what your dad calls potpourri. <laughs> Sprucing up the place. Hey, don't make fun of my dad. I he, love Bob. He's the reason you're Bob. a minister, okay? <laughs> um, fun fact, my dad made Eli a minister without his knowledge or consent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, he's, he's good looking out, Bob. Changed my life forever. Anyone trying to get married? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah? I'll marry you to literally whatever. <laughs> That's probably not the progressive way to say this, but I'm just saying, like, if it's a dude or a, like whatever. Well, we got we had the zoologist on. We could I'll find marry... we could find some of the animals that would be interested. So yeah. we're good. You wanna marry an animal? You wanna marry some gator feet? <laughs> I now pronounce you Mr. Gator Feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you got to put a little great. ring on this. <laughs> Toss it backwards. Let Joel, who's going to catch it? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm a Lions fan. I don't know anything about rings. Okay, so. That's good. That was good. Yeah, before we get going, we have our roast of the week. And oh, I always forget. Yeah, yeah. And before we get into that, I, I, I teased it on Monday. I wrote a roast about you, Brian. Yes, that's right. Uh, doesn't Brian seem like the type of guy who does captchas for fun? Oh, <laughs> shit. That's fun. That's fun. Shit. That's, really that's a one. nice Damn little it, that's PG right. one. Damn that's it. You are like correct, and that is correct in all accounts. You you uh, you look forward to selecting all the crosswalks. <laughs> like, oh, what fun! This is so fun. Like, Aha! I got one. Is this, this is one. This is it. I see it. Yeah. When we're, whenever we have dead air, Brian just tells me what is a traffic light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I have seven rows for Will. Okay. Will Muschamp. He is the fired coach mm. from the South Carolina Gamecocks. They had a pretty bad meltdown against Mississippi State last weekend. They gave up 59 points. To Mississippi State. And he's kind of the Matt Patricia of college football. He's a guy who's built who built his reputation on having great defenses at great programs under better coaches, and he's terrible at coaching defense. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, I'll preface, I like the Gamecocks and I like Will. I like them all, but... Uh, was that the one that uh, Lane Kiffin ran down the field and threw his damn clipboard up? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Ole Miss. I was in um, <laughs> brain shot. Uh, you, you got. Uh, you want, you want to go me, first? Okay. So Ole Miss last week put up 702 yards. And, like, y people don't give up, give it up for the Rebels like that ever. Are you a power five, five team or the crowd at a Trump rally? <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Uh, Will Muschamp find employment? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the difference between uh, a Gamecocks football game and an illegal cockfight? If Will Muschamp tried to coach a football game, the cops will stop him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a terrible coach. With him roaming the sidelines, they were actually the delay of Gamecocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, he coached the Gamecocks football because his hygiene wasn't good enough to get into actual cockfights. <laughs> What an embarrassing loss. It was the first time someone who looked like Will put on a polo shirt and wasn't able to call themselves a proud boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, he, uh, he looks like a big stretched out baby. <laughs> uh, it's nice to see. He got, uh, he got exterminated. It's nice to see South Carolina embrace abortion. <laughs> he previously worked under Gus Malzahn and Tommy Tuberville, and unfortunately... They taught him everything they know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like a fucking big bloated waterlogged baby. Uh, makes sense he was chewed up and spit out by the gators because he looks like that kid in Orlando finally got spit out by that gator. <laughs> <laughs> in 1991, Will earned it when he walked on at the University of Georgia. And in 2020, Will earned it when he walked into the unemployment office. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Uh, let's see, I did that waterlogged one. Uh, Okay, uh, hey, you can't, we, you know, he looks like, uh, we can't say the R word, but uh, he, uh, <laughs> can't say the R word, but uh, he didn't get the role as Coach Taylor because he <laughs> kept getting distracted by the Friday Night Lights. <laughs> um, he sucked at Florida, South Carolina, LSU, Auburn. The only way he could disappoint more southern states is if he renamed a Confederate monument. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, I wrote, uh, yeah, he looks stupid, uh, uh, Steve Durrier, uh, <laughs> that's a bad, <laughs> he is just like Steve Spurrier, he coached at Florida, he coached at South Carolina, and you, if you look at him closely, you can tell there's something missing at the top of his head, <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh, I got one, I got one, here's a one, um, he, he ran track for Darlington School in Georgia, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Picturing Will Muschamp run track is very funny to me. There uh, you go. See, I told uh, you. Uh, we're gonna, I think we're look. He's gone from college. I think we're going to start seeing him on Sundays uh, when the church gives hot meals to the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, the movie The Longest Yard is uh, about him walking up to the porch as a salesman. His new job. That <laughs> <Nah>, sucks. <laughs> uh, and no, uh, I should have said uh, Longest Yard is about him <laughs> walking up to the porch asking if he can chop wood for pay. That's uh, maybe a little better. Uh, when they found out Will Muschamp was fired, uh, South Carolina residents were upset. They're like, why are you interrupting my Clemson game to tell me this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Will Muschamp, we wish you well. And Love Will. Love the game. Love South Carolina. They're great. And let's, let's get right into it. Do we take the dead cat bounce? So South Carolina is getting almost a touchdown, six and a half points against Missouri this weekend. Wait, say it again. South Carolina, they're they're dogs this week against Mizzou. No. Yeah, nearly a touchdown by Mizzou. That's pro probably fair. <laughs> really? What so, do you think? You like the Gamecocks there? I mean, I generally, I always like to bet on a team that loses their coach that when, when the coach is underperforming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is, um, it's kind of tough because Israel Mukamu, he is an amazing cornerback. He has better size than like most NFL cornerbacks. He skips the rest of the season to get ready for the NFL draft. Not great. <laughs> no, that's going to be an easy one. Yeah. You uh, think Mizzou covers that, Bri? Yeah, that's an easy cover. Oh, you think Mizzou covers it, but you yeah. think South Carolina covers Well, it's just like general this theory. Like every time a coach gets fired, I want to kick the tires on betting that team the next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. 
That's probably, but I, I personally think that Mizzou will probably cover. Okay, that's a stay away. So we have a great slate of college games this weekend. What do we got? What do we got? Well, before we get into it, I just want to say that Cincinnati is gunning for BYU. They're gunning listening to the walk-on. The Cincinnati head, well, head coach, they said, we want BYU in the postseason. Let's get our big non-Power 5 championship. Make it happen, Cincinnati. I would love that. That'd be amazing. Shouts to Lou, Lou to Coach Lou Fickle. Holtz? Lou, no, <laughs> now you like that big Trump endorsement, huh? Yeah, no, I pronounced that so bad. I have no surprise that you went to Lou Holtz there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're gunning for him. And Cincinnati has—they've been killing teams. They have their toughest game of the of the year. They're going to Central Florida. They're favored by five and a half points, and it's a tough decision for me. That's tough for you. I think so. They I, they score points through the air, but UCF is a powerful program. Raiders been good. Uh, the the defense is great. I, I I think the Bearcats cover here personally. Five and a half. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I it's mean, a, you're right that it's not. You're right that it's not like a a, a, a definite like a obvious. But I, I I think the the I think Cincinnati will cover that shit. Yeah. That'd be I, I think Cincinnati's the the best uh, non-power five team. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, my attitude towards college football right now is to back Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina every single week. <laughs> that's that's worked every week so Coastal far. Coastal Carolina yeah. got a bit of a tough one, though, right? Oh, we're going to get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think with UCF, they the past couple games, they've been beating their teams like 10-plus. I don't think you're going to be, be able to do that with Cincinnati. Um, but a, if it's a shootout, you know, like one of those classic barn burners, then, you know, we got something going. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough matchup, but, you know, just given my bias, how much I've enjoyed Cincinnati this mm -hmm, year, like, mm -hmm. you want to dance keep with the, the one who, got, who took you there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm back in Cincinnati this cool. week. Nice. I agree. Yeah. Cosign. Oh, <laughs> we got a wild Wednesday agreement. The wildest <laughs> thing of all. Ak Akron looked pretty good last night. They scored some points. They scored some <laughs> points, but they just gave away points all the time. Hey, I want to focus on the first part. <laughs> <laughs> they scored in the 30s. That's great. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Um, I'm really excited that our offense is finally taking off. Our running back is looking good. I, has a, I, um, I watched the Buffalo game. I actually didn't really watch. Did uh, Zach Gibson start? Yeah, he started. He did? How did, yeah. he, did he look douchey? He looked better. Yeah, oh, okay. he's like better? it's it's just more progression. Oh, like okay. he's, I think he's trusting everyone's. It, it's in he's this a freshman, point of right. I mean, he did two years. He's like a yeah, kind of that red shirt. Uh, but he, I think it's uh, everyone's trusting each other finally. Oh, you so gotta have trust, baby. You gotta have that trust. Unfortunately, you need talent too, so they won't really get anywhere. They won't but really get anywhere. They trust each other. Yeah. It's so if they keep this, this, this squad of talentless people all trust each other. They just gotta figure I'm out sorry, how I'm to. Kidding. Uh, They're good. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they they got in the 30s yesterday. I mean that hasn't happened at Akron University since you last took an arithmetic exam. That is true. <laughs> You're that sitting true. on that one. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I was, I was excited. <laughs> I'll have a get Brian. Well, no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a shame this one. There was a good Thursday night game. I'm inclined to back Tulsa, six and a half point. Favorite. I mean, after they beat, after they made us look like fools. Yeah, they embarrassed yeah, us. So they humiliated yeah. us. They're like, ah, fucking. I was when I saw it was like 24/7 SMU. I was like, 
nice. Yeah, and then I, I kept watching. I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, SMU <laughs> blew a lead. To yeah, Tulsa, and we hadn't. They hadn't Tulsa's played yet. Good. They made a statement. Small, right? small sample set with them. You know, the better is right though. Las Vegas is right about that. Uh-huh. They knew. Vegas always knows, and we have to interpret it. And okay, Mark, there's two marquee games of this weekend. First one, Indiana at OSU. We've been talking about this game for a couple weeks here. I had it marked on my calendar, and then I was, I knew the line would be high. I was stunned by it. What do you think that line is? I think I, I think I saw it. It was it was it twenty or something like that. Yeah, twenty and a half points, and it stayed. Yeah. I, so yeah, I like I don't know. Uh, yeah, that might happen. I probably wouldn't lay money that that would happen. 20, 20 and a half. Would you? You wouldn't take Buckeyes here, would you? No, I think it's a stay away because I think so the too. Buckeyes, their biggest flaw so far in the games I've watched is teams can move the ball through the air against them, and Penix, Penix is, is on fire. And that team, that team believes in mm-hmm. themselves. I think that um, who knows what will happen. Obviously, I think it's not even crazy to think Indiana w- they won't, but they'll be. It, it wouldn't be insane if they won. I think that what will probably happen is they. Stay within ten for most of the game, and then towards the end, uh, Buckeyes get a couple touchdowns and make it look a little less close than it actually was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd stay away from it. Yeah, but I, I think Indiana might want to be looking ahead to next year. Fields is going into the NFL. You think they're looking ahead of Ohio State? Well, it's like I think they, (laughs) I think they want to play him tough because with Fields going to the draft, I mean, oh, they're going to give him hell. Yeah, we're. Indiana might be favored in the Big Ten next year if things hold. Yeah, I, I think I think, I, I think Stevie Scott has a has a big game against. This Ohio will be State. a telling game because I mean we're all high on Indiana as we should be, but we I mean, it could be that the Buckeyes just fucking crush them. Yeah, but I, I think that Indiana will put up a fight and it'll be a fun game. But I, I think that I think the Buckeyes will end up winning comfortably. Yeah, I mean they they had what they were off last week, so you know do a little uh, COVID bye week fatigue. Or they're going to come out chomping out the bits. I mean, you saw the Wisconsin. They didn't play. Came out firing. So oh, and, yeah. And even across the board, if we want to extend the COVID bye week into the NFL, like the teams affected by COVID have been NFL. surprisingly strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't be muttering about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sports podcast. You're, you're on a NFL. segment. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're totally right. It really surprises. So yeah, they can come out firing. Well, I think that um, once they all get, they get very frustrated when they have to sit out for a couple weeks or whatever, and they just like think about just how bad they're going to s- destroy their opponent when they come back and yeah. they work hard. They, f- I think they come out real hungry after these COVID things. I, I, I couldn't disagree more. I cannot imagine an Ohio State player thinking. <laughs> Damn, Joel. Damn, getting go, mean. Go blue. I felt bad for calling Akron talentless. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think that. And, and it's objectively true, but I that, don't think yes, it because yes. I'm not an asshole. Thank you, Because <laughs> I have respect for my good friend, Mr. Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I wish this line were a little lower. I wish certain people conceded so I could take the Buckeye money line, but <laughs> it is what it is. The line's too high. I think it's a stay away. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Um, my probably the most intriguing matchup from like a real college football perspective Okie State yes. at Oklahoma. Yes. Bedlam. That's going to be really exciting. Bedlam. Can I say, I, I, I talk a lot of trash on this podcast. I exaggerate a bit. I le- oh, I think your picks are good. I legitimately had a dream that Okie State won the national championship you really don't this like, week. Like, uh, you really don't like uh, Oklahoma, right? You really don't like Spencer. 
Um, I mean, it's just like you put who you put yeah, someone yeah. in at Oklahoma, they're automatically a superstar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. being handed to Spencer a little bit too yeah. easily, and it's just like the well, guy. Also, it's always handed to Oklahoma a little too. They always are like ordained from the get go. Yeah, and they I mean, always want them to end up being a playoff team. Yeah, and I mean the big the Big Twelve is it a conference or is it Oklahoma, Texas, and everyone else? Mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma State is better than Oklahoma. I agree with you. Yes. And yeah. Oklahoma State is a touchdown underdogs in this game. So weird. And that well, that's just because of what we're getting at. Oklahoma is a public team. Yeah. Yeah. So they know. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Oh, Boomer sooner. They're gonna win by more than yep. a touchdown. Yep. Yep. I don't believe it. And yeah, I don't. I don't believe it either. I think. Oh, well, I mean, they might win, but I think it's gonna be really close. Yeah, and like a rivalry game, if I think one team is better, if I think one team is motivated, Oklahoma State, I know they didn't look great against Kansas State, who had who beat Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I know they got beaten in overtime by mm-hmm. Texas, yeah. but this that is was a, weird, and that, that shouldn't have happened either. That was, that was and I think uh, is, is Spencer Sanders necessarily a worse quarterback than Spencer Rattler at this point? Not really. I don't Spencer, necessarily think so. Spencer Rattler may well get there, but yeah, yeah. he's not there now. I think that Oklahoma State's the best team in the conference. I think so yeah. too, and they're uh, they're going to play better defense than Oklahoma too. So yeah, Pick I think I think Okie State is the best team in the conference as well. Yeah, Okie State, lock it in. Now we've got real football teams to talk about. <laughs> Appalachian State <laughs> versus what? They beat Michigan. Hey. That, that used to mean something. That does <laughs> mean something. And they're playing Coastal Carolina. Yep. Oh, boy. Coastal Carolina is favored by five and a half. I, I know we would be inclined to just back Coastal Carolina here. At, look, uh, Appalachian State is tough. I don't. They move the ball through the air. They've got a great quarterback, Zach Thomas. They don't. Their quarterbacks don't like to slide or go out of bounds. That's the thing they they pride themselves on. Um, <laughs> they've taken a step back since Drinkwitz went to Missouri, but they're still very tough and very good. I don't five and a half. God damn, they fuck. They screw us over with these numbers. They make it perfectly not good. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I t- do. You take that? I'm. I kind of want to take it. I kind of want to take it. I I think Harrington has a good game. I think I think you just have you have Appalachian going up that mountain. They're ready. Look, they don't they have, they played garbage people. So this is kind of a good like statement game for them. Yeah, and I would bet on Appalachian State. I don't want to bet against Coastal Carolina. I, I just either. like I them. I think I think okay. Coastal's going to win. Also, all right. Yeah, I just think it, I think that a touch. I think it's gonna. It might be like a field goal type deal. Yeah, and I what's what's the over in this game? So it's over under forty eight. That's that's a nice line right that's there. Pretty low. Yeah, yeah, for these two teams. Why don't you just? Yeah, should we just say take the over yeah. instead of take the over? Yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, day. Take the over yeah, on that. that's over. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe if even that seems bad, you tease Appalachian State mm-hmm. and. The over, you take take that over down to 42. You take Appalachian State to plus 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. I would feel really good about that. It's three and a half at BetMGM. Oh. Ooh. Right book, it's five and a half. BetMGM is three and a half. Okay, so if you're, at, if you're a walk-on listener, you can go there, buy a half point, and then you can take Coastal Carolina. <laughs> and that makes sense because if you're listening this, to this show, you know to bet it at BetMGM and you know to bet on Coastal Carolina. We love the Chanticleers. What's up, Sammy? Why would there be a two-point difference between one book and 
It's probably because of the handle. I think in a lot of places that Coastal Carolina is become a public team by virtue of being a team that not many like casual fans are too familiar with, that they probably were getting money just thrown on them. They get they're they're a little bit of a kind of a media darling this year. And, and that you know people people catch on to that. But that's a big difference in lines, two points. And maybe they just maybe it's what we're talking about cuz their defense has given up points before. They're going against a passing offense and it does kind of seem strike me as a field goal game. Dude, I mean, two points like yeah, it's an entire uh an entire South Carolina games difference. Worth of points. <laughs> Holy shit. He's gone. So, yeah, I like the tease there. It, but if you're on BetMGM, go the other way. Okay, so LSU, <laughs> they're at Arkansas. What's the line on that? What's that? It opened with, it opened with Arkansas favored, and tons of money have just gone onto LSU. They're now favored by three points at the at the book I'm looking at. I don't know. Uh, I think I, are people just doing that because it's LSU and Arkansas. Yeah. That's all yeah. like historical bias, right? One hundred percent. LSU. It's the same thing with Oklahoma. Even when they're bad, people will bet on them. Yeah, they're LSU. And this yeah. line is evidence of that. Yeah. Going so Arkansas. We're taking Arkansas here, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Arkansas all day. I like that. And so this is a fun one. We have a couple crazy lines. I want you to rank them in what's most likely to hit to least likely to hit. Mm-hmm. Clemson, 34 and a half point favorites mm-hmm. versus Florida State. Florida, 31 point favorites at Vanderbilt. And Alabama, 31 point favorites versus Kentucky. I think it might already be in order. Yeah. I think that uh, Clemson's the most likely one to cover. And then uh, I think. Um, What's the line on the second one? Third, 31 for Florida. And Vanderbilt is 0-6, and, and they're going to go 0-7 again. It's, yeah. it's easy. Yeah, I think, I think it's in order that way. I think it's in descending yeah. order, as is the way you phrase it. Yeah, I'd maybe swap out just uh, Clemson and Florida. I might, you, might you think Florida. that's a more solid one? Yeah, because I think— I could see it, yeah. Florida's a run-up-the-score team for me. Mm-hmm. They want Trask to—he's got a chance at breaking Burroughs' touchdowns in a season record of Oh, 16. he's going for it, yeah. He's averaging four-and-a-half touchdowns per Trask game. Trask is legit, man. Yeah, he looks really yeah, good. Yeah, Trask is really good. Pitts is great. Yeah, and I think Clemson—the reason I, I thought that about Clemson is kind of the same thing. They're both one-loss teams who realize they have to look good, and they're going to just go fucking hog wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like these teams, they are gunning for that last— Playoff spot, the four seed is beckoning to both of them. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to be just trying to put up those margins. And if Clemson, just by virtue of it being Florida State, a big <laughs> win against them looks Although great. Florida State, like I, like I said uh, uh, a few weeks ago, I enjoy watching their sloppy garbage style. <laughs> I think Florida State will still surprise you again this season at some point. And, but maybe that was a sign of things to come with UNC because they've been a little shaky ever UNC? since. UNC, yeah. UNC has been a little bit shaky since then, haven't they? Yeah, I they didn't. They were one of the only ones we didn't. We didn't call that one right. Right? They didn't cover this last week. They won, right? But they, they won, won by like but by we, four points or some shit. Yeah. And it, it, you know what? It's hard to predict a wild Wednesday. You might say impossible. <laughs> and but you know what? We man, I'm looking ahead. Black Friday, we have UNC Notre Dame. Ooh, daddy. Mm. That'll probably be... That's a tough one. Oof. They'll probably be 
Ten and a half point dogs. I'm gonna be back in UNC. If the if, if the line's yeah? that hard, yeah, I think why they, I think Notre Dame will win a close one with them. But ten points, I don't think Notre Dame can beat UNC by ten points because it's Mac Brown and or Mac will. Brown recruits, and he specifically loves the bluest of blue chip players. He's got a couple of them in the Tar Heel blue, mm-hmm. so I think that's enough to kind of stay close and against Notre Dame. And Notre Dame is never one hundred percent. Like you never know, even though like even if no matter how impressive they look, they might shit the bed any moment. Yeah, and like Notre Dame, like it's hard to really take the top twenty-five ranking seriously, seeing Notre Dame ranked second. Yeah, yeah. In no world are yeah, they the second best. Te- even yeah, it's not. So the, you think it's just? I mean, I think yeah. I think Cincinnati would fuck up Notre Dame. Oh Ooh, yeah, and hopefully UNC beats them so we get that matchup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that would be UNC, UC's Super Bowl. I, I do like – I have respect for Notre Dame. I think they are good, but I don't think they're one of the four best teams. And and just on that point, does the top 25 matter? Liberty ranked 21st in the country. Awesome. They're playing unranked NC State. That'll be a fun one. I and love this game. Yeah. I, I can't wait for this game. Yeah. This is going to tell us a lot. Yeah. I, I'd love to see what fu- – Hugh Freeze. Jeez. Yeah, and hey, hey, if Liberty pulls it off, they're good this year, you know? They are good, and they are dogs. You know what <laughs> NC State's favored by? The, the, the scary one, three and a half. Ah, the three and a half. Three and a half. Stay close and stay close. But NC State, they've, you know, they've played some tough teams, so they, they have the traps ready to go up against it's gonna a, be a, great like a high power. Liberty. Yeah, it's going to be a great test for Liberty. Yeah, but just by virtue of them being NC State and them being Liberty, you might see just a better quality of athlete at certain positions for, sure, for yeah. the Wolfpack. Right, yeah. but it's yeah. really going to – got to be – Will question is, will Liberty play mistake-free ball? I mean, who's Liberty played right now? I've got their schedule in front of me. They haven't played – they beat Virginia Tech. Right. They beat Syracuse. North Alabama, Western Kentucky. If there's di- a lot of directions while I'm looking at your schedule, mm. I'm not too impressed. What was the score on the Virginia Tech game again? They won by three. I don't know. That's they beat a, Pitt. That's a tough they call. Pitt. So you, NC State beat you Pitt. You like NC State here? Yeah, I'm inclined to back. But that's a bad guy. I feel like such a heel back against You're probably doing the right thing, though. Yeah. I, I, I want to root for Liberty, but I think you're probably right that uh, – I don't know. Maybe it's a. They, I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes these little teams, like, yeah, you, you you believe in them so hard, and then they go up against Wolfpack. A, Wolfpack's coming. Ow! That's a bad, yeah. That's I think I I uh, I might agree with you, Joel. I, I think uh, I would love it if Liberty uh, Liberty wins, but I think that uh, what's probably gonna happen is NC State will win. And like certain games, like I didn't even know how this got on the schedule. Abilene Christian versus Virginia. <laughs> Virginia's favored by, I think. 39 and a half. Wow, Abilene no needed some money. Abilene needed some money. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the line has moved. Virginia's only favored by 39. That's great. That's great. Yeah, what was that's it before? 39 and a half. Oh, okay. This is when you this is when the team buys a game. It went went down a whole a whole South Carolina halftime. Like I'm going to give you 2.5 million uh, to play my football team. And here you go. You need it. Thanks, Abilene. I don't know if I trust Virginia to beat anyone. Like over by thirty nine points, yeah. I don't think that they would beat the 
Little Giants, the movie, Rick Moranis movie by 39 points. Well, we know <laughs> Hot Hands is a legit number one receiver. You got Icebox. She's she's get, bringing a lot of pressure. Breaking from the down defense. doors, breaking glass ceilings. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be putting their names up on the water you know, tower. Rick Moranis is being chased by someone trying to punch him, so he's distracted. But <laughs> Yeah, it, I didn't realize that movie was set in New York. <laughs> is it? Uh, no. Oh. That's just what happened to Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shouts to the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah, so Abilene Christian. You know what? This they haven't gotten blown out yet this year. They played Army. They kept it within thirty-two. <laughs> it might be fun just to back them thirty-nine points. Like, I mean, yeah, I think this is just sure. fun bet. This, this is fun bet Saturday. Yeah, like if hey, it's wild, what's what's today? It's Wild Wednesday, baby. Right. Yeah, let's get wild and get back wild. Them. Yeah, and if if Buffalo Wild Wings were open, it would be so fun to just post up there <laughs> on Saturday. Hey, can you do the Elbeat Christian game? <laughs> can you have yeah. that up? Wearing a, wearing a jersey of it. <laughs> well, you could just. Dress like uh, Jesus. Where, where do the other uh, Where do the other alumnus sit? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was supposed to meet St. Thomas Aquinas here. <laughs> um, it's the Wildcats. Jerry Sandusky. Oh, uh, Wildcats again. <laughs> There's so many Wildcats and Cougars and uh, yeah, it's all about the cats. Gotta get them. Yeah, 39 is an insane line. It's what? a big ass. It's a big ass number. Okay, so I saved my two favorites for last. For last. Thank you. <laughs> I like uh, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. seven and a half versus Northwestern. Yeah, I like that. I'll take yeah, it. I would take that. I would take Because I think that's, this is another field goal game. Northwestern's good. I think Northwestern's good. I think Wisconsin's, I think Wisconsin's very good, it would seem, yeah. right? Yeah. From what we've seen so far? Mm -hmm. well, not a lot. We haven't seen a lot, but with Michigan, with... Uh, I don't know. I think they're really good. I yeah, mean, but um, Northwestern, they looked great in week one. They put up so many points against Maryland. Against Maryland. <laughs> but Maryland, they Maryland has, Talia's been yeah. lighting it up. Yeah. Maryland's a fun football team it. to watch. I love it. And, but really, I think you buy the half point here. You go on Wisconsin, and it's not a typical Wisconsin team. They, they don't mm. run it down your throat. They're mm. throwing that shit. They're. Mertz was a little bit less uh, insanely like uh, Heisman looking this time around, but he still was good. Yeah, you know? and like they have a vertical deep threat offense, probably because they're not allowed within six feet of each other at practice. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I uh, Northwestern they've and been they can still run. Nakia Watson's good. Like they they got it's not you know. Yeah, Northwestern. I just don't think they've played the right team yet. I think I think you're right. I don't think I think they're a good team, and it's fun that they're good. But yeah, they're not going to be Wisconsin. They're not yeah. on that level. I yeah. don't think Wisconsin's tight end is really good. So I think he just mows down everybody. So yeah, this is easy. in Wisconsin. They're they're making statements. They've looked awesome so far. They've blown mm -hmm. out. Have they been in a close game yet? Nah. Mm. <laughs> they uh they won Ohio State, baby. That's gonna well, be yeah, they, they could do it. Yeah, they, they could do it, and it'll be just like last year. They'll keep it close for a half, and then they were winning for the half last year, and then they, yeah, then they fucked up. Yeah, who back when Quintez Cephas could catch? <laughs> Ooh, he had a rough one Sunday. That's a tough. You know, you're gonna have that. And then this, I've been wrong on him every week, huh. and I've lost money on him every week. Oh no! Ooh. But this is not me supporting them. This is me shorting the competition. USC, three-and-a-half-point favorites at Utah. Four-and-a-half? Uh, three-and-a-half. Three-and-a-half. I misspoke. I think I said four-and-a-half. I looked at the number and said the wrong one. 
Utah, two first, their first two games canceled. So yeah, I, it's such a small uh, data set. I would almost stay away from it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I have to say, I think USC is not amazing. No, but Utah, they have so many mm. new pieces on that defense. It's gonna be like a, they're taking a step back, without a doubt. So I, I think USC will probably win. I just don't. We don't know enough about Utah. I just, I, I personally would stay away from it. Okay, then I will, I will stay away. No, it's you. It's your USC though. If you want to bet on USC, bet on USC. Yeah, but I keep losing money. I the <laughs> last time I lost so much money on USC, I got a degree. <laughs> 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 and then. Uh, uh, Became uh, ultimately more successful in New York City than Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a pass. You're from more it. established right now. And we, we both do our best work with a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that the was my version of, the, of, of, of Eli's joke from earlier. And the line's what? Just minus three, right? Yeah, which one? I don't even know which joke I had. Minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. And okay. it. You know, I I just go through the lines every week. I look for that three and a half, and then I kind of think about the rosters. That's kind of become my process for analyzing these football games yeah. every week. But, yeah, so many new pieces off that Utah defense. They're replacing, I think, four starters who went to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Ooh, buddy. I don't know. USC, I think their offense has an ass kicking in them at one of these weeks, and they've looked so bad that these lines have been going down, but – I think it's also possible that those were, they just did enough to win yeah. against Arizona and Arizona State because you don't need to do that much when you're USC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some some teams like that. Uh, that 2015, uh, they are <laughs> USC is not 2015 Clemson, but 2015 Clemson lost a lot or won a lot of games by three points. And you could be like, oh well, look, that means that they're not they're only barely better than these teams. Just no, it just means that you always find a way to scrap it out. And that's a good character trait for a team. So USC might have that character trait. You could be on to something. We'll see. We'll and see. You know what could be fun? A USC-Wisconsin Moneyline parlay. That could be good Ooh. value there because I feel very confident. The thing I feel most confident in is Wisconsin winning this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wisconsin. And I think the Ut the biggest variable I see out there is all the new pieces on the Utah defense. So that's fair too. That play. Hey, I'm not. I'm definitely not calling Utah to win it. I just think I just think because no games and all that, I, and because of USC not blowing me away. I guess I'm just I'm scared to bet on that one personally. Yeah, Utah. You ain't crazy. Though. You ain't crazy. They're playing in Utah. It's gonna be like 45 degrees. Kidneys? Do they? Can they play without a hoodie? Kidneys? Huh? You said kidneys? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he said canopies. Oh, okay. canopies. Yeah, normal football. But forty-five talk. degrees, cold day, typical canopies. And let's close on this one. Probably the funniest story in college football last week was Penn State extending their coach hours before getting blown out. <laughs> <laughs> you never sign a contract while you're about to play. Even like in mid-season, don't just don't do it. Well, you, you bad juju. I mean, if you're Franklin, you're like, yeah, let me sign right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Job no, you've no, done. You're like, oh, they want me to stay at my oh, job? Yeah. Here, here, here. <laughs> Take my arm. Sign yeah. it. That's not a contract for coaching. That's a contract for a future I mean, buyout. re-signing yeah. Jerry Sandusky would be a better PR move for Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there. And um, I, but, <laughs> I don't know. Iowa, I, I suppose. The lines moved so much. I was not super reliable. Who are they playing? They're playing Penn State. Ah, fuck. Penn and State. Penn State is... Just don't bet on Penn State. I'll, I'll probably say that <laughs> every time. Away. Don't bet on... Just whatever. Whatever the game. I, I don't like Penn State to do anything against Iowa. I don't even think Iowa's that great anymore, but, like, I think... Uh, 
What do you think? You like you like uh, Penn State or Iowa here? I just wanted to talk about how funny that oh, coaching extension was. Like hilarious. this game's a total stay away. And jo- Will Mischamp lost his job. <laughs> yeah, the only way you could be more irresponsible with your money than betting on this game is extending Coach Franklin. It's yeah. insane. That's hilarious. Hey. Uh, what what's the line on this one? Um, Penn State is two and a half dogs. They opened as two and a half favorites and tons of money. All the money's going on Iowa. That's a little bit of recency bias, but it might be correct to recency bias. Mm. <laughs> what do you what do you think here other than Yeah. I would I would uh I, I just kind of stay away from anything Penn State right now. That would be my role. I I definitely would not put money on on Penn State to cover two and a half. Nah, pop- I think Iowa will probably beat them, honestly. And look, if you want value in the Big Ten, it's in the least interesting game. Illinois at Nebraska. Illinois played Nebraska to the end of the game last year. I think they lost by four. I know they have a better coach than Scott Frost. And they're oh, poor four- Frost. They're mm-hmm. 14 and a half point fate underdogs yeah, against a crappy Nebraska team that we just beat Penn State, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just beat the best team in the Big Ten <laughs> <laughs> the in 1994. <laughs> the best hey, I team. like uh, I like Lovey Smith. I think uh, I hope Illinois um, pulls that out. What's the line again? Sorry. Uh, Illinois is 14 and a half point underdogs. Really? Yeah. And especially for the, the play style of these two teams. They run clock like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think Nebraska's gonna win, but I, I, I kind of like Illinois to cover there. And uh, looking at the over under for this game, like fifty nine. Yeah, I don't like anything about this. How? That's a. Uh, this one smells. This these are terrible stinks. lines. Yeah. What is this? Our roast of Will Muschamp? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and like. I really like this looking at it, but that's a suspicious line. Something does not seem yeah. right there. You, you take yeah. Illinois. Oh yeah, I, that's what I would take to to cover the two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, Lovey Smith. I've seen him go to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Scott Frost. I've mm-hmm. seen him win a Heisman Trophy. It didn't deserve. So, yeah, <laughs> put those together. You got magic. You got magic. <laughs> you got a twenty-five dollar profit on Illinois. So, yeah, this week I think I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to back Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. Love it. I'm going to back Wisconsin versus Northwestern. Additionally, I will be tying the Wisconsin money line to the USC money line, and I think I'll be taking these all on the account we share. So I hope you like these bets too. (laughs) I should have been paying attention more. Yeah, he only, he only pays attention when he's writing down our scandalous things we say. When he's <laughs> editing, when he's being a cop. When he's editing, yeah. <laughs> saying that, cutting my jokes. And <laughs> yeah, the props cop, Prop Sam cop. Cotler. <laughs> yeah. Props cop. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, g- give me the police uniform I look like I belong in I anyway. Think <laughs> <laughs> I think we should defund Sam. Personally, I think. That's what we do every week, bro. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Scamming them. Scam, Scam Sam. Scam Sam. Scam Coppler. <laughs> yeah, well, this is really divulged, but we're going to have a great week. Who else do we like? Um, Cincinnati versus UCF. That's a stay away. Arkansas, I suppose. Uh, that's one that's, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it, but I think I stand by it. Yeah, I think Arkansas is going to pull it I, off. I think Florida, actually. They want Trask to win that Heisman. Oh, they yeah, Florida's, I think Florida will cover. Those. I like, love it, love it. Yeah, I think, I think Florida will cover. And then 
I hate it, but NC State. I think All that's day. a smart bet. I, love the I think it's State, a smart yeah. bet. I don't like it. It feels dirty, but I, I you got to do it. Yeah. So we have NC State, the USC Wisconsin money line parlay. We have Wisconsin versus Northwestern, maybe by a half point there. Wisconsin, what? Maybe by a point. Buy them to seven as opposed to the seven and a half. Oklahoma State. Love it. Maybe. Th- is that a money line play? Do you want to mm. bet Oklahoma State to win? Yes. Oklahoma State is plus 205, so you bet fi- 25 to win 51? Yes. Yeah, they're the better team. Oh, And then, like, it, it's emotionally satisfying to cheer against Oklahoma. It mm-hmm. is great. I think that um, the only thing Oklahoma sh- has a coaching advantage, <laughs> but I think other than that, I think Oklahoma State is, uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma State's a start, smart money there. Love it, love it. Love it. We're going to be making Love some it. money this weekend for Sam, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you got to buy some more batons and guns and shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think you can catch us live in Staten Island. Uh, Sam booked us the gig, um, and we'll be there ne- next week. Masks are not allowed. Um, but that, but it, that's all in good fun. I hope you had a good Wild Wednesday. It's always great here on Wild Wednesday. And let's give the caveats about what's coming up. So this week, we're good. We're a normal schedule. We are doing the props drop with Steve Clark on Friday. We are going to try to release the professional gambler, but we're going to do the zoo videos for that. I thought those were really fun conversations. And then next week's a little weird. We're gonna do, we're gonna do a cram session on Monday. Brian and I will do some NFL, and then we're gonna have a mild Monday. Oh we might no. make it wild. Oh no 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 no! Now five things. I'm gonna make crazy bets. Okay, so Eli, you can follow him at at Eli Sayers on all platforms. Do you have any Roast Ghost podcasts coming I, up? Uh, no, but you should still check out the Roast Ghost podcast. <laughs> I got it's a big backlog. Catch up while I, uh, you know, I'll get to it. Yeah, he's got to wait for new people to become famous to roast them. So, <laughs> for the Props Network, for Brian and Eli and Scam Coppler, for Chan, <laughs> this is Joel Wachowski for the Walk On, walking off.